Well, I want to shift gears away from the indices on over into the currencies because that move in the dollar that we saw yesterday to a new 20-year high, that's definitely on the minds of traders as we get set for the cash open this morning. Joe Perry is joining us, a senior market analyst at Forex.com, and City Index is with us. Joe, welcome. It's always good to have you here. Thanks for uh, sharing part of your Wednesday. Uh, another big week for the U.S. dollar to new 20-year highs. Yeah, uh, it is. And and uh, I, I think that um, although over the, although uh, P Chairman Powell's speech isn't until Friday, we may see some profit-taking ahead of that, I think. But I think overall that it's going to continue to, to move higher after Powell speaking. Uh, we have seen some, it, it, you had mentioned Kashkari speaking uh, yesterday, he wasn't the only one who's been bullish. We've seen uh, Bullard and we've seen George talking about, um, you know, where's the top uh, inflation? We have not peaked yet, uh, or we don't know if we peaked. We don't know when we'll peak, um, is what George has said. Um, so they are still worried about inflation, and they're still going to be, that's still going to be their main focus. Let's remember what the Fed's you know mandate is, and their Fed, the Fed's mandate is to control employment and to control inflation. So, so we although we had that poor data yesterday, the Fed isn't really going to be focusing on that, and they have said that um, they need to see inflation lower. Mm -hmm. So until they actually see that, I can't see them letting up on on this pace of rate increases uh, that we've been seeing lately. That seems to be the million-dollar question right now in terms of what's it going to take in terms of weakness for them to slow the pace that they're on right now. But we just looked at the U.S. dollar again into these new highs yesterday, 109.20, a swift retreat thereoff, but uh, it's still hanging out at that level for the most part right now. I just wanted to point out, as we look at this chart, one of the things I had been watching as we came off the highs uh, back in July uh, and back down to that 104.50 level, I think it was, Joe, I kind of chalked it up to rates, which had come off. Here you can see rates are now back to the middle of the range that they had been in the 10-year back to 3%. But again, I just want to point out the dollar taking out those summer highs that we had seen earlier this year. So when I see rates kind of contained, but the dollar still ripping higher, oftentimes I look to some of the other uh, inputs there, that being some of the other foreign currencies or the tail that wags the dog, as I like to think of. Can you speak to what's been playing out here in terms of euro currency? Obviously, this energy crisis uh, that's looming right now. you got natural gas here in the U.S. to $10, significantly higher, almost tenfold in terms of what they're having to pay abroad uh, overseas across the big pond. I mean, talk to us about uh, the impact that has on the euro, simply put. Right. So, you, you know, when you look at it, number one, we talk about the DXY in terms of the dollar putting in new highs. You look at uh, the euro, which makes up 57% of that component, and that's uh, putting in 20-year 20 new, 20 new lows, uh, taking out parity once again. Um, we look at uh, dollar yen, which is which follows rates a lot. Um, so that is uh, trying to take out its recent highs, uh, although yesterday we did have a, a pullback on the data. Um, however, uh, you know, you talk about um, some of the some of the uh, the data the data that's come out and some of the the energy crisis and, and a lot of the data out of China has been poor. Mm -hmm. um, the not only the PBOC but also the the BOJ is is still in um, uh, cutting mode, mm -hmm. right? And, and and they're coming up with new programs to try and, and mm -hmm. add stimulus to their economy, especially, you know, you look at China, who who is going through a housing crisis right now, and they just put $29 billion into a support package to help save the developers. Um, so we, we see that there's still fears of recession out there, even though the Fed is going to 
uh, it, it may be a Fed-induced recession, there are still fears. And I think that that is what's keeping a lid possibly on, on interest rates. I like that. A lid on interest rate, but yet in theory, I guess, kind of tying it back to the dollar, that would sort of bolster the dollar in many ways, because to your point, you've got for one EU data, which has just been horrific, ultimately, weighing on the euro. As we just mentioned, you've got potential for a crisis in terms of an energy situation. You've got the BOJ, which is a lot more accommodative than what we're seeing here from the Fed. Uh, China, the data earlier, what was it last week? I think it was where we sold off to begin the week uh, on the retail sales numbers and the POBOC cutting rates ultimately. And all of that, to your point, kind of feeds into that recession talk here in the U.S. ultimately and, well, globally for that matter, at the very least, uh, here in the U.S. But, but that weighs on the indices, which sort of kind of gives that dollar a lift again. So there's multiple contributing factors here, it seems like. Sure. Well, you know, uh, it's always a balancing act in the markets, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but even it, more it, so it, right now, it seems like everybody's that, kind of that, balancing on one foot, maybe in some ways, you know? That's what that's what makes a market, right? <laughs> you have you have all these different views, um, and and you you try to you, whoever views is right is going to make money, right? So um, you have all these different factors coming into play, and it's recession versus inflation, right? That's yeah. really what it comes down to. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to some of the other currencies because we talked about the uh, euro currency, the yen, but I've been watching. It's not just the euro, the yen. You've got the British pound. I mean, talk about bad numbers. We saw some disappointing uh, numbers out of the U.K. as of recent. Uh, we know their inflation. Uh, I think it was City this week called for U.K. inflation to hit 18% come January or something like that, beginning of next year. You've got the Canadian dollar, which has been coming off as well. What are some of the other currencies, Joe, that we should be watching? Uh, well, I think that... Um you know, you talk about some of the other ones we should be watching. One of the ones I think that needs to be looked at is uh, the peso. Okay. Um, because we've kind of lost sight of that one for some reason. Go ahead. Yeah, the, the peso is uh, very cor highly correlated right now with crude oil, um, okay. and dollar CAD is not as much. So if you look at if you look at uh, the Mexican peso, it's it's down near. Um, it's lows. It's kind of a big support zone down below twenty, and it's getting into that area. So I think that if uh, crude continues to move higher, we're going to see uh, the Mexican peso move higher or dollar peso move lower um, as we go forward. And the other one to watch is, uh, I've been watching Euro-Swiss. That thing is just a dog. Um, it's been a downward sloping channel for, for, for a long time now, and I think that there's no reason for it to stop. It's just going to continue moving lower. Uh, you're talking about the Swiss franc? Yes, I'm All sorry. Right. No, no, no problem. I, I misunderstood. Let's pull up the chart here real quick so we can see some of the recent weakness there. Again, it has been coming under pressure into the May lows and hanging out right around that 104 level. Uh, talk to us in terms of, um, uh, you know, again, uh, I feel like all this attention is being directed towards the Fed here on uh, Friday, but I'm not sure that we're going to get the answers that we're necessarily looking for. Is there a possibility, Joe, that we end up just having to wait for September ultimately? Yes. Well, when you think about it, you know, I, like I said, we've had these had these speakers come out and talk talking up inflation. Um, I think that they may be trying to set Powell for for basically a layup to talk up, uh, you know, with a 75 basis point rate hike in September. But don't forget, we still have another payroll that we're going to be yeah. looking at. We still have another CPI that yeah. we're going to be looking at all before that. So I think that what he says will matter uh, right now, but it, it could change, you know, in a heartbeat, um, given that data that comes out. If we see, you know, negative uh, uh, employment data reading in, in, for August or, or, or uh, a much higher CPI reading, I mean, I mean they're, they're going to be, the Fed's not going to know what to do with, with itself. <laughs>
All right, well, definitely a fine line that they're walking right now. We started yeah. off the show talking about some of the Kashkari comments. Very hawkish, notorious dove, ultimately. Sure. So. Uh, it does seem like maybe uh, they are kind of looking beyond, as we've been uh, commenting on some of the software than expected data, ultimately, and just kind of keep, keeping with that uh, path forward, ultimately, in terms of raising rates. Joe, appreciate you joining us. It's been a bit since we had you on. It's good to see you back. Joe Perry, Senior Market Analyst at Forex.com and City Index.